Hello and welcome into a special edition of the PHNX D-backs podcast right here on PHNX. It's a special edition because we're going to diss robots this whole episode. My name is Derek Montia. Of course, I am your mayor of PHNX. This guy next to me, he's the one and only Thunderstick. Uh, he's also my vice mayor. It's Jesse Friedman. Jesse? Not not the neural network, though. The neural network oh is the Oh, my God. One. Not AI. Yeah, no, no I would never no, attack AI. That robot, there will be no slander. <laughs> there the will be no slander for Dan Zimborski or any of his AI. Uh, some, other, some other robots have misbehaved lately. So yeah, there definitely will, are. But one thing we are very excited about, of course, is that this show is brought to you by the fine folks at the DraftKings Sportsbook app, America's top-rated sportsbook app. And we are also very excited about how close we might be to robot umpires being online in Major League Baseball, because here we come, robot umpires, They're, the Skynet is online, and we are getting robot umpires in AAA baseball. Let's throw it up, bump, let's go for robot umpires. That's the guy I want to see out there, Jesse, you know that. I want did to you, see. Did you make that? Did you uh, Photoshop I mean, no, that? It's, 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 the, the idea has been floated out there that we actually have, you know, a, a humanoid type uh, thing back there, right? And like Gabriel Ferrer says, I for one welcome our robot overlords, at least right now for the time being in AAA baseball. Uh, it seems that all AAA parks uh, will be using the automated balls and strikes system coming this season, uh, which just begs the question, uh, how, how soon until it's fully implemented in Major League Baseball? I mean, we're right at the doorstep, right? We're knocking. I mean, they've, we're they've, knocking. they've done this yeah. now at the, at the Fall League. We saw the challenge system, the ABS challenge system put into play. Which we loved, um, by the way. Which we absolutely, we absolutely love. We've talked about that a lot. Um, and now we're seeing, I believe it's 50-50, so yeah. they're using the challenge system at half the ballparks. They're using just straight up robo-umps in half the ballparks to kind of test these things out. Um, it seems like players like the challenge system better than just straight up robo-umps. We've talked about that as well in the past. Uh, my guess is that, you know, as they continue to collect feedback from players, that's probably what the preference is going to be coming yeah. out of AAA. And I think that's more likely what we'll see in the big leagues at some point. Uh, but yeah, I mean, if if uh, if we make it out to a triple A baseball game this next year, it'll be it'll be especially interesting. I'm curious what just straight up robo umps looks like, because that's the one thing that I haven't seen yet. And it still blows my mind that an umpire is just standing there just relaying what the what the robot is is saying in his ear right it's just a it's just a weird concept and i hope it's a robot voice of course you knew that i didn't yeah tell you oh, guys absolutely. That. of course it's like very digital uh no i think that honestly the uh the system it it, it the way we saw it in fall league was very interesting it was fun yeah uh, the reactions from the dugouts were great everything about it was it amazing seemed, but it, it the, the key there is that it kept the human element in the game right it's not replacing the umpire it's merely there to exist should they challenge the call right it reminds me of tennis in a way because uh, like the the review yeah, that like they the, do the where they can system. show you exactly yeah. where the ball lands whether it's I think that out. was yeah I mean I think that was kind of the inspiration like I think they they definitely took something but out of the, the book of tennis it, sure. much much like tennis the one problem I have with it is if we have this technology why do we need a person up there doing this yeah. right if the if we can just automatically know whether the tennis ball was in or out we just need someone to relay that message and not to just justify their you know uh, uh otherwise existence I guess I should yeah say, it's but. fair it's a fair point I think there's definitely a contingent of fans that agree with you and i think even even if the challenge system is put into place at the big league level there are still going to be moments where calls are missed yeah. and players don't challenge or where i haven't personally seen this but where a team runs out of challenges and is unable to challenge a call that was clearly missed those things are going to happen and yeah. when they happen 
fans inevitably are going to be like, why are we doing this stupid in between of, you know, using the technology for challenges, but not using it universally. I'm sure that debate will be ongoing, but I personally still like some human element. And I think a lot of other people do too. And I don't know how you can argue that umpires don't have an ego. Right. Because if if you did, we wouldn't see things like the C.B. Buckner uh, interaction from this year. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. Having a guy come out and scream in your face. You don't know the what robots the fuck you're will talking have, about. The robots will have a larger ego. Though, yeah. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. Don't you dare test a robot. <laughs> uh, we strive for perfection here, even though we know we can't achieve it. But robots, they can achieve perfection. So they know <laughs> what they're doing. Also, what is heckling a robot umpire going to be like? You know, you saw a good response today. I, I can't imagine what heckling. Uh, robots are going to yeah, be like yeah someone someone responded i think i think i found this on facebook someone was like uh replying to a a post where they shared this this buster only article yeah. that broke this news and someone said like how are we gonna how are we gonna heckle the robot umps we're yeah. gonna say like your mom was a parking meter yeah, or something right. like that your mom is dos based you know what i mean like you had your lens cap on right like there's very there's a lot of jokes there to be had but uh, are the other like you said when you piss off a robot umpire again in my world, they have a mounted laser cannon. So obviously, that's not something you're going to want to do very lightly. But it, in all, all jokes aside, it, it is uh, interesting to see how this changes baseball. And I really feel like right now is the time to do it. I feel like, again, Pandora's box is a bit open when we decided to just implement the DH in the National League. And not yeah, just, once you did that, it's, it's like just all fucking over. Pretty, all bets pretty are soon, off. I was hearing... Uh, on a, on a John Boy show, they floated the idea of having rollover outs. So, like, if there if there are like two outs in an inning, and you turn a double play, then uh, then you have like the first you have an out, extra of the, out like, in the next, next inning. inning. Yeah. Let's do it. Yeah, Hold once it. we once we allow DH into the National League, no, let's just all bets are the game off. Anything all anything is possible. Uh, Blurns ball. I want Blurns ball from Futurama. That's what I would like it to slowly turn into. If we can get a multi ball system. To somehow be implemented <laughs> in baseball, where there's more than one baseball being thrown around out that's there. That's where I draw the line. Dare. That's where that's where I draw the line. Uh, well, you know, whatever. Uh, once, like I said, we're already in this zone. It's the danger zone, and that's where we are in. Uh, in other news, though, the Pirates are bringing back a beloved rival of the Arizona Diamondbacks, uh, Andrew McCutcheon, which I feel like is pretty cool on a one-year yeah. deal to probably. Uh, he, it seems like he's very close to a lot of his career milestones that he's going to hit, so he'll set those. In Pittsburgh, where he, you know, uh, obviously was such a big part of those teams. And uh, I think, I don't know, I just, I, I think this is what we all kind of hope for, for a beloved player to return to the team maybe after they've left and, you know, played for a significant time elsewhere to, to wrap it up yeah. back with us or back with the, the home team. Uh, the Pirates also don't have very much going on. So I think that it's the right call from a standpoint of bringing fans in and making them interested in this team. Yeah. Yeah. It, it is a little bizarre in some ways. Cause yeah, I mean the, the pirates are they're They're not exactly on, on the up and up right now. Um, it, it still seems like a Brian Reynolds trade is possible. Although I've, I've seen a lot of people say that the asking price for Brian Reynolds is analogous to the nationals asking price for Juan Soto. Um, and those two players are not on the same playing field. So, no. uh, so I, I, maybe a deal doesn't ultimately get done, uh, when all, when all is said and done, but, uh, but yeah, Andrew McCutcheon still has something to offer, uh, in 2022 with the Brewers. He hit 237, 316, 384, 17 homers, 69 RBIs. Uh, that was over 134 games. He's probably more of a platoon option sure. in, ideally at this point. I don't know if you really want Andrew McCutcheon is like your, your everyday 
corner outfielder, definitely not center fielder at this point. But but yeah, the Pirates don't have they don't have a whole lot uh, going for them at this point. So it is kind of a, a cool story to see McCutcheon returning to Pittsburgh. Uh, who are we bringing back to wrap up their career here? And why is it obviously Paul Goldschmidt? I was I literally just had that same thought, honestly. Um, I mean, it's not going to happen. I feel it, like he has already moved on to St. Louis being his forever home, his forever home. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I don't know. It's a good it's a good question. I mean, McCutcheon was with the Pirates from 2009 to 2017. Um, <laughs> we just we just changed all our entire tone. I knew that I knew the Paul lighting Goldschmidt. There's something yeah, weird no, about the lighting. I'm so yeah, sorry. <laughs> I am we decided so that sorry. it was too bright and cheery in here to talk about Paul Goldschmidt. So we needed a darker <laughs> yeah, tone. <laughs> turn, turn all the lights off at this point. Let's get some sad music playing. Uh, but yeah, Goldschmidt's Diamondbacks career went from 2011 to 2019. So. Um, you have a near, I guess 2018 would have been the last full season that he played. So yeah, you have like a, a kind of a similar timeline there. Yeah. Um, Goldschmidt spent almost the exact same amount of time with the Diamondbacks as, as McCutcheon did with Pittsburgh before moving on to other organizations. Fortunately for the D-backs, uh, Paul Goldschmidt has aged quite well, uh, moving forward in his career, whereas for McCutcheon sure. has never really been the same guy since leaving Pittsburgh. That's a great point. Um, and I kind of wish that for Paul Goldschmidt just a little bit selfishly. But, of course, I'm happy for his success. <laughs> anyway. He's on uh, a Hall of Fame trajectory. Uh, There's he no is. question. And Gabriel Ferrer is going to have to burn down Cooperstown because he said in the comments, I will burn down Cooperstown if Goldie goes in as a Cardinal. I don't know, man. That's an interesting. That's uh, a whole other topic for another I've, day. I've thought about that. From might time not want to time. actually have an answer to, but Kyle, it really depends. Like what happens in these next few years with St. Louis? Yeah, you know, I mean, last year he was he was fantastic, but you know, if he starts to kind of wear down a little bit over the next few years, maybe he looks at his D-backs career as being like, you know, I mean, those were probably going to be the best years of his career when all is said and done. But if he you know, spends the rest of his career in St. Louis, it, it really could get kind of dicey. Kyle in the chat says, Goldie will come back after he retires to get his jersey retired by the D-backs and go ahead and go to Cooperstown with a Cardinals hat. Pain. Yeah, that's probably... That that would be an that's, unfortunate fortunate how it's going to go down. I don't know. We need to pick the mood up here. So, of course, we're going to talk about sexy managers in a minute, but uh, <laughs> you, you know what kind of content you get around here. You've been waiting for this chat. We're going to get to that. If you're not a diehard already, what are you what are you doing? Join us. Become part of our family. Become a D-backs diehard. Become a PHNX diehard. Get your membership over at gophnx.com. Not only does it give you a wonderful free merchandise like this shirt that Jesse's wearing or a hat like our producer Emma is always rocking, you guys can make sure to grab yourself 20% at our partners, 20% off on our events. Look at this hat. Look at this. Look at this shirt. Yeah, there she is. Uh, but have, of course, Have we ever seen Emma not wearing that hat? I don't know. It's kind of like, like Emma. It's, it's, it's kind of like Louise Belcher from Bob's Burgers, where I don't know what's exactly under there, and I don't know if so that, we'll ever not, see that. No, we no, won't. No, okay. I wear like different hats. Uh -huh. You wear different hats, but yeah. they're all the same hat. But okay, so she's like you, you know, know, like so she has, she has multiple copies of the same, yeah. of the same one. No, I okay. have I have one single hat, but the only thing is like I gotta. I was told that I don't wear enough PHNX stuff. Okay. So oh. I wear the hat every day. All right. To, it's like a fuck you. We got you. We got you a Cattell Marte hat, by yeah. the way. We hooked you up with that. And we're hooking you guys up. Get us to 5,000 followers. We got a bunch of crap to give away from last season. And I don't mean <laughs> crap. It's great crap. It's the best crap. And that's what we do for you, for our loyal listeners and our PHNX diehard members. So make sure to grab yourself that membership. Get your free birch. Get your discounts. 
uh, join us over here. Not only do you get access to our our Discord, which is absolutely where our next story uh, generated a fun conversation that made Saul Bookman, of all people, blush. Uh, but also, you get access to uh, our wonderful uh, diehard new only newsletters like Jesse is getting ready to put out right now. What do you got going on? What do you got cooking? Yeah, so this week's newsletter will be about um, how wide is the gap between the Arizona Diamondbacks and the Los Angeles Dodgers. I don't which, like that story. Which so- it, sounds like yeah. a, it sounds like kind of a depressing yeah. angle, but honestly... The gap has closed significantly this offseason with some of the moves the D-backs have made and even more so a lot of the moves the Dodgers have not made uh, this offseason. So if you're a diehard, yeah. stay tuned. It's it's coming. Do that. Do that. And join us, if you can, tonight for our PHNX Four Peaks Tea Party. It's our inaugural tea party. We're going to have a blast uh, out at the Dobson Ranch Golf Course. We are going to be hitting some golf balls out at the driving range, and we are going to be watching the Phoenix Suns take on the Minnesota Timberwolves on gigantic screens. Jesse is going to whoop that ass in ping pong. And uh, there's all sorts of fun to be had. Of course, uh, your entry not only gets you unlimited range balls, but it also gets you rental clubs and access to an hour of range time and some golf balls to be used at a later date at Dobson Ranch Golf Course. And of course, I've been talking about it a lot. I love this driving range. It's absolutely a blast. Outdoor driving range with all the uh, all the bells and whistles that you would get at a place like Top Golf, uh, but at a normal driving range where you're free. And the only thing you have to worry about is if you shank your ball too far, uh, the system will tell you that an attendant is coming to check on you. And we know what that means. They're coming to see how drunk you are. But that's fine. <laughs> We're going to be it's a safe space to join us. We have the entire driving range. We got your back. Uh, bring the kids. There's a, a free kids clinic uh, for children 10 and under. And as I told you, I know we can't get the link anymore, but Jesse will sneak you in. You just pay him the money. Yes. Uh, bring cash, of course, <laughs> and he'll get you in uh, through a hole in the fence that we created last night. I so. also accept Venmo. He does either, accept Venmo. Either, of those are acceptable. (laughs) Uh, Of course, we're going to be watching the Suns, but our partners are going to be out there. There's going to be free food from Chop Shop, uh, our friends at Mountain Mike's, and so much more. Uh, Of course, Four Peaks is going to be out there. They have all sorts of beer samples, including their brand new beers to try, their recreational juice dank IPA, and their staycation super juicy IPA. Both of those I already love and I haven't even tried. I can't wait to get those. Uh, I'm drinking a hot hot knot IPA right now, and I love our friends at Four Peaks. So, of course, uh, join us and last Wednesdays are back. So join us every Wednesday at the P or at excuse me at the Four Peaks Eighth uh, Street Pub, where we will be on January twenty fifth as all of our shows are live and in person throughout the day. Yes, ma'am. We do have something new for our last Wednesdays. What do we got? So normally we're inside, in the mm-hmm. in the corner. Normally, yeah, yeah, in the back kind of a little bit. Since it's so nice outside, we're gonna be outside. Let's go! Ooh. I love that. Yeah, so Ooh, we will that. be outside on the front yep. patio. Um, so there's enough room for everyone. Fantastic. There's TVs out there. Um, there will also be heaters if you're a little chilly. It shouldn't oh. be that cold. I we like looked it. at the weather and it should be around. 70s and their patio is dog how do you, friendly how do you so look at the weather place. is that not like two weeks out how do you look at the weather that far that do you far not out? look at the fucking at weather, weather? well but they don't know they don't know what they're talking about oh my god jesse, jesse come on now this is the research. guy that trusts are you fucking kidding no, no but he doesn't fucking trust fucking meteorologists what is wrong with you it's I a form of science jesse oh no me, I, I absolutely trust meteorologists for tomorrow oh, or or oh, sunday that's that's maybe tuesday that he's he's 
dissing your 10-day forecast. I don't think this Every is that. Every single meteorologist, he just said your 10-day This is shit. not a controversial opinion. Oh, my God. This I think, is so I think there's a pretty a pretty solid understanding across the universe in general that, like, meteorology more than about a week out doesn't really mean anything. But I, I digress. I get it. You're te- you, you right now are essentially questioning science, and that— Correct. Absolutely. Correct. What we want to do now is we want to question the science because <laughs> fucking robots might be able to call balls and strikes, but they cannot determine the sexiness of MLB managers. There was a uh, golden, or excuse me, it was an article on gambling.com. Elizabeth agrees. No, don't agree with him. Don't do not do not do that. Elizabeth, um, normally I agree with you as well, and normally you back me up, but Jesse, you're fucking wrong. Yeah, yeah, you're that's literally right. Fucking like, wrong. Not, it's not a debatable topic. Jesse's just flat out wrong on that. I, one, I am. I feel very strongly yeah. about this yeah but you know well, projections we'll, for 2023 he trusts for for minor league players but, yeah i put you know, way more stock in uh, zips projections I than i do in meteorology if it's more than like a week or two out and all i right. don't think that's that crazy of an opinion first but. of all uh let's let's give an acknowledgement to don's bread aka mark solera here in the chat because uh by the way uh if you're wondering what don's bread is it's a survivor reference and i fucking know that mark because i know everything about survivor put it up there one of my best friends is sugar get out of here what do you think i don't know i uh, look at there look at how happy we are together but anyway uh back to don's bread's little thing of, of the sexiest managers gambling.com put out an article where they used an app called the golden ratio face app uh which apparently measures beauty based on a number of factors and for some reason, some unknown reason, Buck Showalter has been rated the hottest manager in all of baseball. This guy, this silver fox, has been rated number one sexiest manager in all of baseball. Jesse, make it make sense. <laughs> I don't I don't know if I can, but no. But I think I mean the blue's a good look, right? The blue like, is like, a very like good the... look for him. I mean, come on, this is a former Arizona Diamondbacks manager. This is our first guy. So like we are supportive of him being up there, but come on. Let's be realistic. Like, what what traits are you looking for in a sexy man? I guess that's my first question. And the reason why I ask that is because at number two is Philadelphia Phillies manager Rob Thompson. What the fuck happened here? How did we have such a steep drop-off from number one to number two? I mean, I'm not even attacking him here, Jesse. I really You're not. calling this a steep drop-off. Uh, Rob Thompson, come on, Rob Thompson. I'm not, uh, look, look, <laughs> I'm not questioning his managerial skills. I am questioning no. that man right there being one of the sexiest managers in baseball. But I will say this, at the very least, the Arizona Diamondbacks take two out of the top three spots because not only is Buck Showalter, former D-backs manager number one, but Tori Lavolo, this hot-ass man right there, that is number three on the list. And that is correct. They got that one right. Much like the Corbin Carroll thing yesterday, that is one that they got accurate. Uh, Tori Lavolo is definitely number three, maybe number two. I don't know, but he deserves to be up there. So you, I am you put not him over, attacking you put him. put him over Rob Thompson? I am definitely putting him over Rob Thompson, Jesse. Okay. Why is that even a question? You should be too. Every person, every person <laughs> making a list should be doing that. And now I feel like I'm attacking Rob Thompson, but this... This damn app is causing nothing but trouble. The Golden Ratio Face app apparently uses things like uh, age and stuff to suggest that older men 
are more handsome. So obviously this was invented by an older guy and I'm here for it. Don't get me wrong. I am 100% here for skewing the scale in favor of us uh, guys that are starting to get salt peppery and gray and stuff. That's fine. Dusty, Dusty Baker, 73 year old Dusty Baker, I believe is number six. Number on six the on the list. Yeah. That's, and that's fine. I'm not, not like Dusty Baker's a good looking dude and he's aged exceptionally well. Exceptionally well. Yeah. Exceptionally well. But the biggest crime on this goddamn list, and we all know it, every <laughs> single one of us, every person in the D-backs Discord, every person online, any person that looks at this list knows that Gabe Kapler is the hottest manager in baseball. Gabe, <laughs> look at this man. Let's look at this. Let's take a look. This is one picture, of course, but we look at this. Look at those eyes. Jesse, are you <laughs> kidding me? I model, I try my best to model my entire look after this man. Look at this guy. He is. He are, is these, are these actually just like candid, like during these a are game just photos? Game photos. This is what he just looks like in normal life when he's not even trying to look good. But that's not all. He also is a male model, Jesse. And I mean, that should factor in here as well. Emma, we have the one with the glasses, please. I mean, obviously, look at this. This guy isn't number one. <laughs> this guy. This guy should be uh, in every op optometry office across America right there <laughs> because everybody should have those frames and trying to aspire to look like that in that fucking leather jacket. That's incredible. You, what, you in what try world? To, in you, what world is he not the hottest manager in baseball? It, it's a fair question. If, if I'm not mistaken, you attempted to replicate Gabe Kapler's look on several of our I, shows. On several occasions. I absolutely have. Look, if you're going to aspire to be somebody, that's the guy you aspire to look like. And I mean, of course... I'm doing my best over here, Jesse. I'm doing my fucking best, but still, uh, it's yeah. Maybe he's right. Mark says he's too good looking, and maybe that's it. It's like looking at the sun. Like maybe most people can't really take in how handsome he is because they can only look at the picture for like three or four seconds. Can I give him an input? I, I would please, please. love your input so much. Okay, so this is an input coming from a gay woman. First of all, second of all, <laughs> that's why this is great. Mommy. Yeah. Mommy. Yeah. Right. Right. <laughs> Yeah. Who the fuck? Right. Thank you. <laughs> Sorry. Thank you. But yes. mommy, number one. Okay. Tori. Shit. Tori, number. No. No, not him. Yeah. Tori, number two. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And then the other guys. Yeah, the other guys. Whatever. Who cares about the other guys? But shout out to Royals manager, uh, Matt Quartraro, for being listed last because this handsome devil absolutely does not deserve to be the last uh manager or yeah what, mr irrelevant in baseball that was, that I don't was like the that. other thing when i looked at this list i was like okay who, who's last we have to we have to come to terms with who's last and yeah i think i, I think he, he didn't he didn't deserve it he I didn't think deserve he deserved it, it. Yeah. he didn't deserve it uh and honestly this list may uh this list definitely gets it but maybe even this segment uh gets our og's performance to forget so of course uh, make sure to try our friends at ogs who will be out there tonight with us at the phnx tea party uh and of course all of our partners are going to be there remember uh yes gabe kapler has big mommy energy <laughs> and remember that ogs is uh if a party has ogs at it you want to be there um yes big mommy energy for sure ogs <laughs> is also giving out free unmedicated samples so you can try the oh, flavors man. yeah oh there you go uh, here's what here's what i will say about the unmedicated samples is that they do taste exactly like the medicated samples which honestly a lot of times you can't say because a lot of those edibles have like a really strong marijuana flavor and that's what a lot of people tend to not like but also they don't like some people don't like feeling the feeling of euphoria that the rest of us love to feel from it. So make sure to try out their new CBD THC ratio uh, because it is incredible. Uh, it is their happy balance uh, and it is in strawberries and cream flavor, which I'm, I'm hoping they're giving out some unmedicated, unmedicated samples tonight because I can't wait to try those. 
Uh, and of course, make sure if you guys are here right now in the PHNX Sports YouTube channel, uh, sign up for notifications. Uh, that way you don't miss whenever our show goes go live. Subscribe to the channel. Leave us a thumbs up. Jesse gets so excited about that. Uh, he doesn't do. show it on the show, but afterwards you should see him doing cartwheels and stuff when we get over 20. So do that. But of course, <laughs> uh, if you are listening to us right now on your favorite audio podcasting app, please subscribe to us there if you haven't done so already and leave us a review. We thank you as always uh, for the feedback. Our friends from CHGO White Sox, who we have a friendly rivalry with uh, because they called us lowly one time and we're fucking petty uh but i don't know if i'd call the rivalry friendly really i, I don't i don't know no i don't know all right well they did take the division from us so i mean we are looking up at them still so a little respect there where respect <laughs> is due uh but on the show the other day by the way uh let's let's take a shout out here to, to herb lawrence for rocking the arizona diamondbacks hat on the show let's go the lowly Diamondbacks. Yeah, I mean, maybe this is his way of trying to make amends. I think so. Know, yeah, this is like, what made me think it's maybe a friendly rivalry. Yeah, may, maybe cute. maybe after her wore the D-backs hat, I guess <laughs> I guess I can I can grant him that. Um, but yeah, they they had some they had a show the other day where they talked about which active MLB players should make the Hall of Fame. And there are some hot takes. There are some on, hot takes on this list. There, they were very friendly. I felt like to a lot of current players, and I don't know if the Hall of Fame is going to be as friendly in the future. But yeah, uh, let's take a look. This was the way that they kind of sorted things out, broke things down. Uh, over here on the left side, uh, what we are seeing are all the yes, who gets the calls in the Hall of Fame, of course. Uh, yes, that Jose Altuve is smaller than everybody else, and that is adorable. Uh, and the no on the right side, and. The one thing that piqued our interest here is uh, that Madison Bumgarner is getting uh, the call, according to our CHGO White Sox crew. And considering that we are a little bit closer uh, to the, the subject matter there, we thought we would debate this topic a bit today as to whether or not we feel like Madison Bumgarner would be qualified for the Hall of Fame. And I will allow Jesse to go first. Jesse, you want to kick things off here? Sure. Well, first he wants to attack that Freddie Freeman thing on there because Freddie Freeman has a no. What, what's going on there? Where, where are we at with Freddie I'm Freeman? I'm not necessarily... I'm, I, I, are I you do, okay with Freddie Freeman kinda, being on the no side? I, I lean Freddie Freeman on the yes side. Okay. Um, but but going back to Mad Bum, Madison Bumgarner is one of the greatest postseason pitchers of all time. Correct. And there's no, there's no way getting around that. That's clear. And that is an important factor when you look at the Hall of Fame, right? I think that should be a significant factor. So I don't want to discount that. But I will also say, if you just look at Madison Bumgarner's regular season stats for his career, I think a lot of people forget how pitcher-friendly uh, AT&T Park, now Oracle Park, is um, and was. And the fact that all those years where Mad Bum was posting an ERA, you know, low threes, high twos, it's good, but it's not elite in, in my mind. Madison Bumgarner at this point has a career ERA plus of 112, which basically means he's outperformed league average by 12%. Yeah. Doesn't sound like a Hall of Famer to me, if I'm if I'm being totally honest. And then you also have to factor in, you know, these obviously aren't, we're not in the prime of Madison Bumgarner's career at this point. And we've seen other, you know, Albert Pujols, you know, had a number of years where he wasn't in his prime and is an obvious Hall of Famer. Um, however... Mad Bum, I, I don't know if he was elite enough during his prime to make up for what's happening right now. Uh, Madison Bumgarner was one of the five or ten worst starting pitchers in baseball last year. He still has two more years on his contract with the Diamondbacks. I don't really see his career numbers improving uh, over the next couple of years. So 
I don't see it if I'm being totally honest. And I don't even know if it's that close if I'm if I'm being totally honest on this. I'm going to go in the other direction just Interesting. to just to be contrary to you. So, okay. I feel like right, if we both said no, that would just kind of be kicking a guy when he's down. Uh first off, you're right about Madison Bumgarner's numbers. I mean, obviously, uh there there is something to be said about uh his his overall stats and uh, you know, the way that his career kind of breaks out, especially considering that, like you said, his his better years are behind him. However, yeah, uh, with that, I'm going to say this man is a four-time All-Star. True. Uh, he is a three-time World Series champion. Uh, he is the World Series MVP. He's an NCL, NLCS MVP, two-time Silver Slugger award winner. Um, and, of course, uh, the bigger thing, I think, is that Two time silver slugger. <laughs> that's the <laughs> yeah. That that's the biggest thing on that's, his Hall of Fame resume. Yes, it two is. Two time yes, silver is. slugger, yes, baby. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. The bat was taken out of his hand far too early. Far too early. Um, uh, but I think it's there's something to be said about his longevity. Right. Twice in his career, he's led the National League in starts, uh, and he has a career now that's spanning 14 seasons I feel like it's career. I feel like I would call it more durability than longevity like okay, like just long, in the, longevity in your mind is how many innings you go in a single game maybe or something like no that, no or? like longevity being like length of career like being good over a long period of time he was good in his entire time in San Francisco he wasn't as good in the latter years but that's about 10 years but at this point like Madison Bumgarner is only 32 years old that's not that. I mean, it's old, right? Right in baseball terms, but it's not that old. And you'd hope that for a guy contending to be in the Hall of Fame, if you're 32 years old, you still got to be. I mean, you still got to be not at the top of your game, but you still got to be a pretty darn good pitcher in my mind. Um, Brett says Kershaw's longevity. Yeah, I would totally, I would totally agree with that. Kershaw, less durability, right? Like the injury bug is has really bitten him a lot. But he is still a really, really darn good pitcher. But, Madison Bumgarner is just not that guy. But show me that show me that postseason pedigree from Kershaw. Right? That's fair. That's I fair. Mean, I'm just but saying, but show they're me just, that. I don't know. Their regular season numbers are in just in two different stratospheres, as far as I'm concerned. I mean, Clayton Kershaw in his career has an ERA of 2.48 compared to Mad Bum's 3.42. He has an ERA plus of 157 compared to Mad Bum's 112. It's just I agree with you on the postseason thing. No getting around that. Yeah. But but I don't think that makes up for as big of a difference as there is in those numbers. If you look at the innings total, Clayton Kershaw has thrown about 400 more innings than Madison Bumgarner in his career Nick, as well. Nicholas points out that Madison Bumgarner is just 33 years old, by the way. So we could easily get... Oh, like, 33. Yeah, last we, year was his age 32 season. We, could get, like, we could get like seven more years of Madison Bumgarner potentially. I, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the D-backs, I don't think are going to get seven no, more years no, out of the D-backs. Not the D-backs. Two, two more years on that contract. But, yeah, I mean, no. if, if Mad Bumps continues to struggle for the next two years, uh, you know, there are some other teams that are going to give him a shot. I don't think that's the end of his career necessarily unless, yeah. he, unless he wants it to be. Yeah. Um, well, and that's the other thing is how do you factor in his rodeo career? Really? You're not that's gonna, true. Yeah. What, what yeah, other, that, what other major league pitcher also <laughs> has an alter ego and, and performs in rodeo? <laughs> so come on. I, I don't like the direction that this is going. He but. never won a Cy Young award, but yeah, Mason Saunders. Mason Saunders has won plenty of roping titles, let me tell you. <laughs> uh, of course, if you guys uh, are looking to get some furniture for your house, we've been talking about 
putting some furniture in Jesse's new home as soon as he, it signs. It's in Scottsdale, uh, and he's really big into like uh, lounge loungers. So I think he should just put a bunch of weird. Uh, yeah, like cha- loun- the like, Chase Lounge like is Chase my, favorite, lounge. my favorite piece. Of I think furniture. you should just put a bunch yeah. of very eccentric, weird one, like a red <laughs> crushed, crushed velvet one over here. I'm down. I'm like down. a yellow one over here. Just nothing but those. And you know where you can get those? Morefurniture.com. More, more furniture. They have you hooked up. No matter no matter how eccentric you want to go or how normal you want to be, you can get whatever you want over at morefurniture.com. They do have a wide variety of furniture, and they do have their white glove delivery service, which we received our office furniture. It, it seemed excessive. We're, we're not that fancy around here. We're blue collar around here, but it did feel nice to be treated so kindly by our friends at Moore. So make sure to save big on the best furniture in the Valley when you head over to morefurniture.com. Uh, and of course, we're going to need pictures of Jesse's apartment with all the Chase lounges all around. But it's a townhouse, Derek. It's a townhouse. Don't don't use that word around me. Oh, man. <laughs> See, look at him with his RAV4 and his townhouse. Look, his townhouse <laughs> is bigger than my home in South Anthem. So don't be fooled <laughs> South by, Anthem. By, how, by how big his townhouse is. Your house is. is basically in South Anthem. That's, that's fair. It's true. It's true. But. Uh, I made some money on DraftKings Sportsbook. Did Thanks you? to our friends over at the PHNX Bet Show. Thank you for inviting me on. It made me make a bet. I made some money. I got all sorts of extra money now. I'm, I'm flush with cash tonight uh, to go and hit some golf balls and, and have some fun at our tea party. So make sure you do the same over at the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Right now, all new and existing customers can take a shot at an even bigger payout with their stepped-up same-game parlays. Boost your NFL winnings with each leg you add up to 100%. Make sure to opt into those when you see those. <coughs> Excuse me. Um, and uh, look for their other offers as well. Like I said... DraftKings Sportsbook put some offers out there that can tend to be just free money, so make sure not to pass those up. And also, if you're a new customer, download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use our code of PHNX to sign up. New customers can bet $5 on the NFL Divisional Round, and you will get $200 in free bets instantly only at the DraftKings Sportsbook with code PHNX. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. Jesse, how do you get warmed up for ping pong for tonight? Is there any... Have you, yeah, have you been practicing? You know, because Danielle's going to be there. And I know. I, as you know, she has a ping pong in her garage, ping pong table in her garage. She does. And I think she's going to bring her own paddle. And I don't have one of those. That's intimidating. I feel That's intimidating. Like like to watch someone unzip like a paddle-shaped leather pouch. Yeah. Oh, if they have it in a leather pouch, yeah. then you're really in right, trouble. Right, right. Uh, which I probably am tonight. Yeah. But, uh, but, you know, we're, we're just going to show up, Derek, and hope that my... My natural instincts that have carried me so far in my ping pong career over the years will will just return. It's and, almost like and, you shouldn't have talked this much shit about how good you are. That's almost is, kind of what it's it like. It's sort of like that, but you know, we're yeah. gonna we're gonna hope I don't regret that tonight. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so again, look for Jesse. If you haven't gotten your tickets yet, look for Jesse by the hole in the fence where he'll get you <laughs> in. Uh, but bring cash, and of course, uh, we're excited to see all of you guys there. Uh, Mark, when you practice the handshake, because I'm ready for it, pal. I'm gonna be very oozy. Tonight at the Dolph, uh, golf, excuse me, Dobson Ranch Golf Course. Sometimes, you know, words are hard for me. Uh, but, of course, we thank you guys for being here. Uh, we thank you, of course, uh, for always checking out the show and for giving us the wonderful uh, topic in the Discord. Uh, you can follow us on Twitter and send us more wonderful stuff like this whenever it comes to you. Uh, I'm at cap underscore caveman with a K. Jesse is at Jesse and Friedman. 
Our show is at PHNX underscore D-backs, but of course, all roads lead to at PHNX underscore sports on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Are we going to wish everyone a happy arbitration deadline day? Oh my goodness gracious, yeah, Jesse. It's a, it's it, a national holiday. Day. It is a national holiday. He's right. And it's uh, <laughs> it, 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 there's only one Diamondback that could potentially go into arbitration. Is that right? Or Yeah, I- at this point, I believe. Yeah, I, I believe at this point, Zach Gallen, Christian Walker, Carson Kelly, and Kyle Lewis have all agreed to terms with the D-backs avoiding arbitration. Josh Rojas oh, is the one name Josh that I have Rojas. yet to see pop up in any in any report. So stay that, stay tuned on that. That makes sense. He's scrappy. You know, uh, Josh Rojas yes, isn't worried sure. about a fight. <laughs> if there is one guy on the team that's totally okay with going into a meeting where he has to hear about how poorly the organization thinks of him, it's Josh Rojas. <laughs> Next week, Jesse, Jesse and I are going to take uh, – it's this special time of the year. We're going to take, uh, take advantage of it, and we are going to uh, arbitrate – uh, some stuff, we are. things. We're we gonna are. just we're gonna talk about the value of things, and one of us is gonna uh, try to increase the value of it, and the other person is gonna try to make the value plummet, uh, like you know, a can of beer or a bottle of water. <laughs> or we're going this to simulate the absurdity of the MLB we arbitration really are, so process. Make sure to join us for our arbitration conversations next week. But uh, as always, we thank you guys for being here. Now we hope to see so many of you tonight out at the tea party, and of course. Uh, On behalf of Emma, Jesse, and myself, we thank you so much for your time. Uh, And remember, kids, baseball is fun, but it's so much more fun when you have to argue about the value of your own worth.